To be honest, I don't think I've ever bought a Blu-ray. I point DVDs. I don't think I've ever bought a Blu-ray. Neither have I. Yes, you did. Did I? Yes. Step up 3D. Who? You step bought up. Step Up. I bought that. That wasn't for it. me, so I didn't buy it. No, but you had it. No, but I didn't buy it. <laughs> I don't know who bought it. I know you had no, it. Not me. <laughs> I I don't I've ever, I don't think I've ever bought a, a Blu-ray because um DVDs came out and I was buying DVDs yes and then yeah, Blu-ray okay. came out when what was it the PS4 was it or the PS3 the PS3 that would re uh, would re Blu-rays but then by then I learned how to copy movies off online. So I would just download and and record them and watch them on DVD. So I never really got into it. So how what what's the whole you know película de 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 bailar on 3D? Like what what (laughs) what like the 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 kicks the moves? What what's 3D? On 3D? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get the question. Say that again. Okay, like. Usually, cuando tú ves una película on um, um, 3D, pues es something, certain things, right? Que, yeah. que te las ponen. No, no todo es 3D. Yeah, yeah. So una, so, una película de baile, ¿qué es lo que se ve en 3D? Los huevos. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the dance moves, the kicks, like, what do you feel? I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> you were the one that bought that whole I didn't buy it. <laughs> you had it. I have it now. Okay, but I wasn't the only one that bought movies. Why, why would I buy it? and then in 3D? No, exactly. <laughs> no, um, no, I never. Uh, it's like the, the what is it? The 3D TVs like that never took off. Well, I had one until the Luma fucked it up. Nobody cared for it. Like that was so such a stupid idea. It was like they were super expensive, mm-hmm. and then you had to have like the special glasses. It's like it was such a dumb idea. Nobody really bought it, and it just went away. It faded away. Yeah, no, it's like, like the it, memories. It was. I had a friend of mine that bought one, and in the beginning, oh, for, oh, check it out! Look, you can wear the glasses. Okay. Oh, what happens if you don't glasses. have the glasses? The TV looks like shit. Yeah, that's what it is. It's all you know. Whatever. Yeah. By any chance. D, did you watch it? Uh, me, Marlene, and Jennifer. That I movie did that not. this guy was saying. No, no, no. It's the movie he was saying. It's uh, Marcy. Martha, Martha, yeah, Marcy. Yeah, Martha, May, Marcy. And, yeah, I just Martha, saw it. Marcy, May, and Marlene. Yeah. I hated it. Why? I, I, I don't know, I Charles. I, I don't know. You're, Why? You're I didn't like, like it. Movies. I didn't like it. That girl I started was watching like... Babadook. <laughs> I tried watching it today. And I was falling asleep, and it was during exactly. the day. I hate the whole Australian accent thing. I was Even like, though that little boy is creepy and annoying." No, I I think I watched like the first half hour, and I was like, "All right, 
Uh, I started uh, watching and I was falling asleep. Pero este de, 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 de Marta, May, because, uh, because it's more psychological. That's more of a psychological thing. Yeah, no, gonna no, be... I get it. I get it. You know, she's trying to say we're not smart enough to watch it. And her, <laughs> o sea, es como dicen. Mira, es como dicen. Ella estaba fuera del culto, pero el culto no salió de ella. You know what? Exactly. I, I do want to see that one, though. Don't get me wrong. I do want to see. I, I, I like, like the it. whole cult movies like and stuff like that. I like that. Because it makes you think, it, it makes you think si de verdad, she's being paranoid o de verdad la gente esa está detrás de ella. Sí. Pues exacto. Pero But, como quiera, it just got boring for, you know, to me it was boring. You know what que, que tú estás metiendo con tu pareja and this chick just comes and se acuesta al lado tuyo. It, it's fucked up. <laughs> you know, uh, shit like that, but, pero, you know, I, I, it was boring. To me, it was boring. Okay. You know? Uh, the idea was good, but I don't know. It's just I lacked a lot. It's like these películas de Quentin Tarantino movies that hablan mucho. Yes. Pues es algo así. Hablan demasiado. Hablan mucho. Eso sí no. Pero es que yo me... Es que a mí me gusta ese tipo de película. I really okay, like it. Yeah, but that's why we all, that's why, that's why there's this podcast because we all like different stuff. Yeah. You know, even though there's a lot that we have in common in, 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 yeah. Horror, pero, you know, tú a ti te gusta cierta, cierta película. I like some other ones. David like some other ones, you know. Yeah. That's the whole idea. I like, I like good movies. <laughs> so you're saying I don't like it? Well, bueno. so far, yeah, you that's no. that's your track record so far. <laughs> Mira, you can't say you like good movies because you like Halloween three. Listen, that's a great movie, man. That's a classic. <laughs> that's really classic. Uh -huh. <laughs> There hasn't been any other movie like it. No, not. No, There's like a million that. Halloweens with Michael Myers. There's only one of that one. The, you know the sad part is they dare call it Halloween. Yeah, that's why I don't understand why they would. Okay, see, tiene que caer it's because it's on Halloween, you know. And I get it, no, and they could have called it Halloween. That's fine. That would have been fine. But the problem is they put it in with Michael Myers. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like why, why call it Halloween three? Like it, it should have just been Halloween, Halloween something with a mask or something. You know, Shamrock Halloween. I don't know. Season of the Witch. Yeah. Oh, they should have just left it as Season of the Witch. Exactly. Or Halloween, uh, Season of the Witch. Like Halloween three is that's I think that's where it it just the I three, the three it bothers yeah. you. The three. No, it's not that it bothers me. It's just it's what <laughs> makes it make no sense. Exactly. Like a movie well, in itself, it, it probably would have been decent. I don't know. So uh, this is the Grim Fix podcast. Just in case if you haven't noticed, that's what this is. Welcome back. Um, before we begin, if you are watching us on YouTube, we only ask that you subscribe. It is totally free. Hit that like button. Um, follow us. Comment. You know, we want to hear from you. If you are listening via your favorite podcast platform. First of all, I want to thank you for listening. Um, yeah, the videos sometimes are a little more entertaining because we put visuals on it. But I thank you for those who listen faithfully on their podcast apps. 
And uh, I just ask that you follow, review, drop us at least five stars. Tell the world how amazing we are. Thank you. <laughs> all right, so let's get the show started. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, um, yeah, I had to walk my dogs early today because I usually walk them at eight. Yo, I was in a rush. Yeah, me too, man. No, no, but I had a potential buyer. That's why. Nice. Where's my money? But the problem is, he didn't come. Uh, first, we want to tell everyone who is listening or watching this episode actually drops on Halloween day. So happy Halloween, even though it is Halloween, a everyone. Monday. If you are trick or treating, please make sure you do it safely. I know that in PR, that's not a big thing, but here in New York, uh, it still is. Uh, trick or treating is still a thing, even though with crime the way it is right now. But people look for other neighborhoods to go to. So, uh, yeah, if you're going to retreat, if you go into the city, which I actually did a couple of years ago, it, it was a lot of fun. I never did that before. What? So I've gone to Times Square before during Halloween. I've done it. I actually have a I did a vlog video once. And I just walked through. Uh, Michael was with me and, and my wife and my son and. We just went through all Times Square and it was a lot of fun. But something I had never done is go through. The subway? No, no, no. It's uh, I think it was 82nd Street. And there was this pizza place that you know, the pizza was amazing. Super thin crust pizza. Um, it was like, yo, it was like pizza on a cracker. So good. So, I mean, me and my wife, that's the first time ever in my life where just me and my wife sat and we ate a whole pie because they're, I mean, they're super thin. So, but anyway, then from there we took a walk and it was, it was Halloween and we took a walk all the way down to like 60 something street, all the way down Broadway. And it was cool because. You see tons of people in the street, tons of kids trick-or-treating. Um, and then like certain streets, they would close off the whole block and like put like these inflatable monsters. It was like a party in the street. Oh, that's cool. Nice. That was really cool. Everything was Halloween themed. It was, it was a lot of fun. I know. I mean, what we did was walk around, but it was fun. So it's enjoyable just watching the kids. Uh, yeah, man. It's just it's something cool to do. I mean, it's Monday this year, but. I don't know. Maybe I might uh do that. Just take a walk around. Um, so record a little bit. What? You could record a little bit and then maybe put a clip on the podcast. Yeah, if I do that, I will definitely. Uh, I always yeah everywhere I go, I usually uh, carry my phone and record something. But yeah, I can share it with the viewers and listeners. And um, yeah, if you're celebrating Halloween, if you celebrate Halloween, just. Be safe, man. People people get naughty. Yeah, I've heard the news lately. They've been um said well not well yeah, selling, selling these um these candies that are um have drugs in it. Yeah, that's the I, me and my wife were talking about that a couple of days ago and I was telling her, like, I remember when we were kids, we 
I never really did the whole neighborhood trick or treating. Mm-hmm. We did the building trick or treating, and then right. the building where we lived in, it was uh, three units connected, one building. Those are like what six floors, six seven floors. Yeah, and then um, we would just go up and down each unit, and I mean, we get tons of candy, and I I actually thought in my building they do the same thing. So for two years, I bought candy, and nobody's come. (laughs) (laughs) But there's not many little kids, I guess, in this building, so I'm guessing that's why. So um, but we were talking about. I remember when we were kids, they would talk about people are just disgusting and like putting razors inside the candy and like that so we would i remember they would tell us when you get home spread all your candy like on a table look through them check them while make sure nothing is open but then we were saying like yo you know nowadays with like this fentanyl outbreak all these opioid outbreaks Mm -hmm. like it's easy for these people to like inject something into the candy and you would never know which is sad, right? That that people would actually do that to children, but that's yeah, the world we live in. There are a-holes there around. It sucks because eventually what it does, it just keeps killing the tradition little by little. You guys remember the uh, clown scare in 2016? I remember... Clown scare? Yeah. The clown scare, yeah. The clown scare back in 16. No, I don't recall. Uh, where people were driving and they would see clowns like yeah like it was like a, oh, yes, yeah. yes yes now I, mean, I, <laughs> man, I was like shit i can't remember i yeah. remember there was a guy that actually did it and he had like a youtube channel i don't know if this is the guy that started all this but this was like 2014 i want to say and he would drive around in a van. I think he would like the guy would live in his van and he would dress up as a clown. He would scare people, but he'd also curse at people. He'd tell you to go fuck yourself. And then he would go like on Instagram and he would tell you, like, if you want, I guess, for like a donation or whatever, you'd pay him and he would record a video of, I mean, just sending somebody to go fuck themselves and. It was like a personalized video. Yeah. Idiotic. It was a clown. It was so much fun. So yeah, idiotic. Like, it's, uh, yeah. He he actually started that before. You, you guys ever heard of Cameo? Yes. So that was before Cameo was a thing. So he oh. was ahead of the game. Wow. Who would have thought? Just by cursing at people. Yeah. And you would pay him. Like, <laughs> listen, I want you to send JR and Charles a video. We're telling them to go fuck themselves on Halloween. <laughs> And he would record to... it, and then you. Uh, would... Anybody could do it. Yeah. I want you to tell my boss to go fuck themselves. Yeah, and then the, he would record it, <laughs> send it to you, and then you would post it on your social media. <laughs> kind of same thing as Cameo, but way before Cameo was a thing. So uh, it's interesting. I think this year also uh, the Halloween parade comes back in full effect. The one That's here in New I'm York. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I went to one. No, I went close to the area, in the village, during one, but it was too crowded, and I ended up like, I'm not big on parades. I don't like just standing in one spot, doing this. 
No. Pe- I, I can't I'll do that. I'll just stand there and watch, but not wave. I can't do that. I gotta, I gotta be walking. I gotta be moving, and um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't. It's still on East Village, right? Yeah. But yeah, since COVID, they had canceled it one year, and then they try to do some virtual shit the other year, which obviously didn't work. Super. Then I think last year they did. They did a modified version, so I'm assuming this year. Assuming that they do it, it's going to be, you know, back in full effect. You know, this year we had the Puerto Rican parade, which was also canceled. Anyway, again, if you are hanging out during Halloween, just uh, do it safely. People wearing masks, you know, you don't know who's who. And even though with these COVID times, people still wear masks in the streets and you still don't know who's who. In Puerto Rico, they're still doing the whole mask mandate shit. Oh. Yeah, well, they don't mandate it, but a lot of people still use it. I, I'm one of them. You wear yeah, a mask? Eso es, eso es, si tú quieres, you no, wear a mask discreción. when you're driving by yourself? No, no, not like that. <laughs> Only when I go into a store, uh, supermarket, the hospitals, you have to. Yeah, here you have to still wear it, like if you walk no, into still, a doctor's office. Ever since that COVID situation that I had, no. Yeah, even when you go, like, when I go to to the vet also i have to wear a mask inside but yeah the funniest people are those who wear masks when they're driving by themselves in the car yeah, I love those I people. plenty of those yeah i, I just those. look at them like really <laughs> usually if you, if you notice they usually drive like assholes Ooh, ladies like seriously they usually drive like assholes and it's like, like why what's the but description why you know what do they do? They drive like assholes. I don't know. They're just reckless. Either they <laughs> oh, drive okay. slow. No, reckless, yeah. They make turns without signaling. <laughs> like the South Park episode. <laughs> I, I haven't seen South Park in years, man. And there's a whole South Park episode about that. Oh yeah. Okay. I haven't seen South Park in years. I mean, I've caught it like randomly. I've caught like a little glimpse here and there, but like really, really, really sit down to watch. Yeah, I want to say at least 10 years, maybe more. Yeah. I don't even know what this season they're on. Uh, it's going to be the, t- the 26th season. You know, Damn. It's like The Simpsons. That's still on too? Yeah. Yes. Season 34, 35, something like that. I got that. Let's see. Yep. I, I haven't that. seen it for a long ass time. I haven't watched. I'm telling you, most of Family Guy. I don't know if they still giving. I don't even know that's still on. What makes South Park? They make fun of whatever it is that's happening at the moment. Oh no, that's that's what, that's what I love about South Park. They make that, that's what keeps them relevant. But the last, like last episode that I watched, like on regular TV, or like one of the newest episodes, it was like two or three years ago. Where Peter and Joe and Quagmire, they they start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, they do it in the bar, right? Yeah. The bar. <laughs> I think that was a, like the last new episode I watched. I saw that one. <laughs> they actually they repeated a lot. Mm. So, uh, anything interesting in your weeks? Not right. Well, uh, really, you know that I'm in a rush with all this situation of moving. So, 
soon you guys will see JR in a clear camera, not doing the kung fu moves where well. he speaks and then <laughs> the mouth moves. Yeah, well, so while I have we this laptop, <laughs> you gotta bear soon with me. Soon we won't we won't see that anymore. We'll see a clear um, picture. Until I have a new laptop, you still will be seeing so, it. No, but it has nothing to do with the laptops. That's internet connection. Well, yeah. Internet connection is what makes your video crispier. <laughs> your audio crispier. Man, I want Doritos, man. Doritos. You want Doritos? Doritos. Talking about crispy and shit. Doritos. Doritos. All right. Uh, Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do Doritos anymore. I don't think I'm getting old. Do Doritos and it's like I get a stomach ache. Yeah, you're getting old. Yep. Yeah, but my wife too. Like she eats and she starts getting stomach pains, and then we we weren't sure what it was. I mean, it happens more to her than me, but I don't know. I've been doing uh lately. I've been doing like uh tortilla chips with uh mild cheese sauce. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dipping everything in peanut butter lately. Oh, I did Ritz and peanut butter yesterday. I did powder sugar donuts. See, you guys, you guys are lucky. I can't eat all of that. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah, I did. I did. I I had a craving for like a snack, and. I think that's when that's when I put the movie Baba Duke. So usually when I get home from work, like if dinner's already done and whatever, you know what I kill time either. If I don't have any work to do, I'll just watch whatever. So I, I saw that I caught up on Raising Canaan. I don't know if you guys ever watched that, but I never heard of it. Nope. So uh, Raising Canaan, and and then um I started watching Baba Duke, and I was like, yeah, use a snack. And when I went to check, my tortilla chips were finished. Somebody got into them the night before. I wonder who. And then, um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I ate Ritz and peanut butter and coffee. That's not sour bad cream thing. Pringles. It's not bad. Ah, uh, Pringles. Are the oh, shit. Sour, sour cream Pringles with peanut butter. Oh, yeah. Well, I haven't tasted it with peanut butter, but. Sour yep. cream sour and cream. cheddar Pringles. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I got, I got actually, yeah. I got tired of the cheddar ones. Sour cream and cheddar. I got tired. <laughs> Just sour cream, that's fine. Oh, man. You know what? Sour I really cream and thought? onion, I got a little tired of. That was like my favorite chip. Always. I don't eat it constantly, so that's why I, I don't mind eating it. But now the it's like when I eat it like too much. Flaming hot ones. I can't. Flaming hot, that. yes. Yes. Yo, what's the deal that. with all these people eating a lot of shit with, um, with that tahil? I hear a lot. Oh, that's a tahin. Oh, with the tahin. Oh, tahin. That's what they the the powder. That yeah, they use. it's just something yeah. with lemon, I guess. Or, yeah, I well, that's that's uh that's what? big in South America. It's blowing up over here. Yeah, well, then it's because I guess I think on TikTok, somebody, I mean, they made it go viral, basically. But that's been a thing in South America. That's what they that's what they usually put on, on mangoes over here. 
My grandson eats it with watermelon. Yeah, like what, what are you guys talking about? Tahil. Tahil is is like a powder. It's it's like a powder. It's a condiment. Yeah. Okay. It's like a seasoning. So and people it's big are... in South America, and then here, like sometimes you see street vendors, usually like Mexicans, that they, they'll sell you okay. the mango, and then they 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 sprinkle that on the mango. Okay. And supposedly it's supposed to be really good. I've never tried it. So is it spicy? Is it? It's what, spicy. What is... Yeah. It's okay. Spicy. So they're mixing spicy things with other different flavors. Okay. So like the whole takis, do they have that over there? Yes. So I guess that has that in it. And then I guess somebody somebody in TikTok did something with the tahin thing and then it 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 went viral and that's it. That's the end of it. Interesting. The more you know. The more you know. And knowing is half the battle. So um, (laughs) that's where we're at. Um, Are we we talking about a case this week? Yes, we are. Okay. We're supposed to be talking about John Wayne. John Wayne, Pilgrim. See, and I was setting the whole thing up, mentioning the clowns in 2016. Oh, shit. You were doing a setup. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Talking about clowns. Let's ask it again. So, So, do you guys remember the whole clown scare back in 2016? Oh shit! Yeah, I do. Blew my mind. So uh, I tried when it came to this case. So for those of you listening, we are talking about John Wayne Pilgrim. No, 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 not that John Wayne. We're talking about John Wayne Gacy. Um. I looked for full stories and I feel like I kept getting the same information. Yeah, like I, the basics. Because I wanted, I wanted like a breakdown. I wanted to go down through like victim, victim number one, you know? And yeah, that would have been a lot, but I feel like everywhere I got, it just gave me the same information. I guess it's like the same article just written different ways yeah. and did you get uh did you get the information about one of the victims uh Jason Voorhees brother what no <laughs> Jason Voorhees brother Donald Voorhees is one of his victims <laughs> no no I only have let me see I'll tell you right now I have one name here which so I mean I guess we'll just we'll we'll go we'll start from the beginning and um speak about his early life and uh you guys can fill in anything i am missing all right you guys watch the special on on netflix the series i did but i watched it months ago and i meant to watch it again this week and i i I really didn't have time man so uh but i did watch it that's the first time i heard of him was by watching the what is it the gacy tape something like that yeah, on Netflix. They also have the Gacy versus Dahmer. Don, uh, the what? I think it's Gacy versus Dahmer. Well, yeah. Well, it was going. Um, it, it was happening around I guess the same time. And while when Dahmer was arrested, 
Gacy was also going through his trial. Right. And he actually got executed while Dahmer was in jail. <laughs> so, um, yeah. All right. So, uh, John Wayne Gacy, a.k.a. known as the Killer Clown. So he was born March 17, 1942 in Chicago, Illinois. He was the son of Danish and Polish parents. Gacy and his siblings, right, grew up with the regular normal, well, not normal, but the regular in common denominator that we usually have with all these killers is that they grow up around an alcoholic father. So according to this article, so let's cite our our uh, sources, right? Because um, I didn't. I didn't I didn't meet this guy. I didn't do an investigation. I, I read what the Internet tells me. And if it's on the Internet, it must be true. Must be true. So. Uh, all right. So it says here that they grew up with an alcoholic father who would beat the children with rate with a razor strap. So a razor strap, I'm assuming, is like that belt thing that they used back then to go like this. <laughs> Yeah, the one of the cartoons. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. The sharpened razor. Yeah. All right. So he would beat them with a razor strap if they were perceived to have misbehaved. His father physically assaulted Gacy's mother as well. Gacy said, okay, wait, I forgot to cite our sources. This is according to biography.com. Uh, doesn't have a writer here. It just says photos, displaying the uh, department, Tim Boyle. Uh, no. Okay. So it just says biography.com. Okay. It says that Gacy's sister would later say that the siblings learned to toughen up against the beatings and that Gacy would not cry. So apparently he became immune to the beatings. I guess he got beat so much that... So Gacy suffered further alienation at school. Again, this is a common denominator that we see in many cases where we see the alcoholic father, the beatings, uh, right? Alienation at school or being bullied. bullied. It says that he was unable to play with others due to a congenital heart condition that was looked upon by his father as another failing. So this kid had a condition and his father looked at it as a failure on his son's behalf. True joyita of a parent. He later realized that he was attracted to men and experienced great turmoil over his sexuality. I mean, understand that this was happening during the, I mean, if he was born in 1942, so this was happening, I'm assuming, 40s, 50s. 50s. Oh, 50s, because if he was a child, right? Yeah. Um, by the 60s, he was uh, in his 20s. Um, so, yeah, during, these, during this time, right? Uh, 40s, 50s, 60s, be, before that, um, 70s, 80s, even 90s. Um, Sexuality was a big thing, right? Um, gay men and women, I mean, they, they suffered a lot of persecution from people. I, I, I want to say 
just plain ignorance. So it was hard. Okay, so um, his career wife and kids, Gacy, worked at a fast food chain as a manager during the 60s. And then he became a self-made building contractor and a Democratic precinct captain in the Chicago suburbs in the 70s. So, so far we see, right? Shitty childhood, beatings, abuse, alienation from friends in school, uh, discovers himself, uh, understands that he's attracted to men, suffered because of uh you know turmoils because of what he feels and his sexual preference during the 60s i'm assuming he's in his 20s at this point um meets he's a fast food chain manager doesn't say which one yes <laughs> kfc and, oh yeah was yeah. it kfc yeah okay so KFC. apparently it was kfc <laughs> And uh, meets his wife, and he ventures out to entrepreneurship as a as a building contractor. But he was also into the politics, becoming the Democratic precinct captain in the Chicago suburbs. He was well liked in his community, according to this, and he liked to organize cultural gatherings. As he was also an active, he was active in political organizations and the JC Civic Group. Okay, he was married and divorced twice and had two biological children in addition to two stepdaughters. Right? He was so the while he guy. was what? He was the perfect guy. Yeah. So yes. while he's entrepreneur guy, he was the contractor that everybody loved. He was the guy doing cultural gatherings, all up in the political mix. Um, he also had a side gig as a clown. And he became a member of the Chicago area Jolly Joker Clown Club. That's a mouthful right there. <laughs> and... He frequently performed in his clown attire and makeup at children's parties. So, I mean, the guy was a go-getter, if you want to look at it that way, when it comes to entrepreneurship, because, yo, clowns make bank. What was he called? Pogo the Clown? Pogo, Pogo the, clown the Clown. Or Patches. Or Patches, Patches the Clown. Patches. Patches. So, um, <laughs> as a part of the okay clown club, he frequently... <laughs> performed in clown attire and makeup at children's parties, right? He also did charity fundraisers and other events as his alter egos, Pogo the Clown or Patches the Clown, right? <laughs> so, moving on, right? As he got older, it says that he would sometimes lure, I mean, this was later on discovered that he would lure some of his victims with the promise of construction work or some other rules. And then he captured, sexually assaulted them, tortured, and eventually strangling most of them with his hands or with rope. Years later, this or well, this was, uh, I mean, we're jumping the gun here, but 
This is what the article says. It says that years later, during a conversation with detectives, while he was under surveillance, Gacy discussed his work as a clown, remarking, quote, clowns can get away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what you gotta cue though. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you gotta get a clown laugh. <laughs> so, um, you know, get the crusty the clown laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. Uh, wow, what a character this guy. So far, anything. Anyone else wants to add before we enter to the sexual was, assaults and murders? Besides, huh? he was also sexually abused. Was he now? Yes. It says, among such lore is the severe sexual and physical abuse Gacy, Gacy suffered as a child. His early professional work in mortuary, his local community involvement that led to a photograph with the first lady, Rosalind Carter, wife of Jimmy Carter, and how he lured young victims to his home where he tricked them into being bound and then raped them and murdered them before burying their bodies in a crawl space. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, to say who? I've been looking for that. So this, this guy, like, he would just... Oh God, this guy. So I know that I read one that the, since he was young, they discovered that he was a type of sadist. Mm -hmm. Right. So for those of you who don't know, because I truly didn't know the meaning of a sadist, like I've heard it a million times and I never looked it up. So let's give people uh, a little lesson here. A sadist is a person who derives pleasure, especially specifically sexual gratification, from inflicting pain or humiliation on others. So supposedly they had discovered early on that uh, Mr. Gacy, get it? Gacy. Yeah. Waka waka waka. No. <laughs> so, uh, no but, uh, Let's not take that out of context. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently they have found out that he he was a sadist. He had the tendencies of inflicting pain on others and getting sexual pleasure out of this. With obviously, as we discuss his assaults and murders, we will see that. I mean that that was his uh his shtick. Like that his was kink. that was his thing. You know, his kink. Yeah, that was his. Modus operandi. All right. So uh, in 1968, right, he was convicted of sexually assaulting two teen boys and given a 10 year prison sentence. 1968, he was convicted sexually assaulting two boys, given a 10 year prison sentence. He was released on parole by summer of 1970. That was the first problem. 
our judicial system sometimes man they be dropping the ball right so after he was released basically two years later he was on parole he was arrested again the following year after another teen accused gacy of sexual assault again the charges were dropped when the boy didn't appear during trial by the middle of the 1970s two young males accused gacy of rape he would be questioned by police about the disappearances of others gacy referred to this period of his life as his quote cruising years end quote when he committed most of his murders so most of his murders basically were committed right from like 1970 after getting convicted for assault right yeah sexually assaulting the two boys he gets off two years later on parole but he's out he gets and then during those years right let's say it was like an eight-year period right no well more than that but let's say yeah in the 1978 yeah when was he caught uh, let's say like 78 79 it says 70 somewhere in there. Yeah, I think 79, right? 78. So during this decade, let, let, yeah, let's let's say a decade from 68 to no 70 to 78. Right? Those were his cruising years. Basically, what mm -hmm. he means by that is that he was getting away with shit left and right. Mind you, he was a well-liked guy. He was a businessman, so money, power, respect, um, likability. He was involved in politics. This is why, you know, you see a lot of people turn a blind eye to a lot of the nonsense. Yo, I just had the ill feeling of deja vu. Like, we've done this podcast before. <laughs> I just got to put that you out there. You probably list. have done it, but... <laughs> Like I'm talking and I feel like I, I, I've, I've seen this that I'm looking at right now. Glitch in the matrix. Yeah. Oh, it tells me, I'm telling you, this podcast is going to be huge, man. I'm telling you. And it's recorded. So. All right. Um, uh, cruising years when he committed most of his. Okay. On December 11th. 1978, a 15-year-old Robert Peast went missing. It was reported to police that the boy was last seen by his mother at a drugstore where he worked before he headed out to meet Gacy to discuss a potential construction job. This I remember from the Netflix special. So the mom is in the pharmacy. I think she actually worked in the pharmacy. And I guess so did he, but I know she worked in the pharmacy and he goes out to meet uh, John Wayne Gacy and, you know, they're talking about, yeah, offers and whatnot. And yeah, he wants to contract them to do this job. And he ends up getting in the car with him, if I'm not mistaken. So, so. <laughs> after this potential construction job, huh? Hey, baby, get in the car. Yep. <laughs> So 10 days later, okay, see, but this is what they, 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 they skip ahead. So before they we skip a lot, they, they jump around before we read this. So yeah, 
And then um, one of his friends, or, or probably his mom, I think it was one of, one of the friends that worked also in the pharmacy, noticed that he had gone with John Wayne Gacy. And, you know, she she felt a little uneasy seeing him leave with him. So she ended up asking mom, like, hey, you know, did uh, what was his name? Um, gosh, what's his name? John Peace. John Peace, was it? No. John Peace. John Peace, right? Robert Peace. Jeez. So Robert Later. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> she notices and, you know, she calls mom and like, hey, you know, is he is he back yet? She was no. So. That's what like gets the suspicion going, right? And days go by and days go by and 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 nothing, right? So ten days later, uh, I guess based on one of the tips, probably the mom or, or the girl that told the police, like, hey, you know, last time I saw him, he's with this person, and I know they end up going to the house the first time and they find nothing. But they didn't really investigate. They didn't go down. They didn't go to the basement. Finally, when they do search, right, police search in Gacy's house in Norwood Park, Illinois, they uncover evidence of his involvement in numerous crimes, including murder. I'm trying to remember if it was somebody that tipped them. I know, I know that there was this guy that adult it was like an adult guy a man and he ends up they end up having like a get together him and some other guys and they're gonna travel and he ends up telling this other guy like hey you know why don't you just uh stay over or whatnot and and then he ends up they you know they're drinking and when it's time to sleep i think he ends up assaulting the guy like he like wakes him up with like a knife in his face or some shit. Okay. Uh, I yeah, I think I remember uh, that from the yeah, special. Like yeah, like some shit like that. And then the guy like refused. I don't know if he wanted him to like suck didn't his they, dick or something. Didn't some they shit interview or... the guy at the, the, the... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. the guy speaks about it. Like he has to admit, right, that he was basically raped by this guy. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, because this guy has like like a, I know there's one of them that ends up like crying and everything in the interview because I mean imagine <laughs> probably hide all this for years. You know, he has daughters, like you you have grown kids, and all of a sudden you gotta, you know, open up and say, like, hey, you know, this guy touched my butt and whatever. <laughs> I don't know how the conversation went, but you know, it's like some shit like that. But the thing is that Based on that, they decide to go back to the Gacy house. And this is when they start making discoveries. Right. So it was later discovered that Gacy had committed his first known killing in 1972. He took the life of a 16 year old boy, Timothy McCoy, after luring the youth to his home. Right. And then, the, I mean, this guy, he would convince these kids you know, I know, I know uh, some of them, he would like tie them up. They would wake up being tied up. Um, That's crazy. though. Yeah, crazy. I mean, you know what that is? Like you stay at, I mean, again, it could be a friend of yours. You don't know. This is Mr. Yeah. Likeable guy, politician yeah. guy, it's... public figure. He's a clown. <laughs> he makes people laugh. 
And then all of a sudden, like, hey, stay on my house. Sure. And then you wake up and you're like, hands are tied in your feet. And he's like, you know, with his knife in your face or his penis <laughs> in your face. Imagine that, that shit must be scary. Yes. So, um, okay. So after a lengthy period of surveillance investigation and the discovery of several trenches filled with human remains in the crawl space between his house. Casey eventually confessed to killing about 30 people. Over the years, there have been lingering concerns that Gacy may have been responsible for the deaths of other people whose bodies have yet to be found. And when police uncovered human remains in Gacy's house in 1978, eight bodies could not be identified. More recently, Cook County authorities used DNA evidence to identify Gacy's unidentified victims. In 2017, one of those men, victim number 24, was identified as 16-year-old James Jimmy Byron Hakenson. In 1976, Hakenson left his home in St. Paul, Minnesota and traveled to Chicago to begin a life in the city. On August 5th, he called his mother to let her know he had arrived. However, police believe Gacy killed him shortly thereafter. In 1979, Hakenson's mother had contacted authorities to find out if her son was one of Gacy's victims. But she didn't have dental records and the department lacked sufficient resources to identify him as a victim. Hakenson's mother died in early 2000s, but other family members provided DNA samples in 2017. And authorities made an immediate match to victim number 24. So... I mean, I think this, the hardest part for me about this case is the clown. No, no, no. I mean, no, no. I mean, in all seriousness, <laughs> is the fact that most of this guy's victims were all kids, man. Like, Ooh. I mean, think Y'all about it. Like, they say men, but it's not even men, bro. 16 years old. Like, that's well, crazy to me. You gotta look at it. These all these kids, they say once they hit sixteen, they be like, "Yo, I'm a man." So, yeah, no, of course. I mean, might say, as well. once they, you know, <laughs> hit puberty, everybody thinks they got it all figured out, and I'm a man, and I'm big, and I'm a man, and I'm the man but, of the house. Nah, man, like it really, it really breaks my heart thinking about the parents. Um, you know. Just thinking about parents having to again, like like the what is it, Robert Peace? Like this this kid was literally in front of his mom, in front of the store, trying to make some money. Ends up going with this asshole, and you know, ends up losing his life. Like, and I'm not trying to take this in, a, even though it is a serious no, it is something serious. But nah, man, it, it's it really it's really crazy that an adult, a full fledged grown-ass adult i mean it makes me think about how the system failed as a whole i mean this guy was convicted molestation of two kids right then accused of raping another but since the kid didn't show up you know they, they let it be and then just people kids were disappearing because the truth is bro 
30 victims you tell me nobody noticed <laughs> so you have 30 people disappearing and nobody because again i i think it's because he was a man with money yes you know i'm a man with money i'm in politics I'm Mr. Nice Guy. I yeah, am I'm the clown. <laughs> you know, it's you know that this guy that when he was in he was in jail, he studied law and he tried to pass off yeah. 28 victims to someone else. Look at that shit. Look, <laughs> this guy was such a piece of shit. Because this fucking guy is burning in hell. I hope so. Yo, but he's a piece of shit, but he's a smart piece of shit because he had a worker. Working for him in his home. His name was Robin Geck. And okay. he tried to pass off like all 28 victims to him that he killed them because he had the key to his house because he was working in his house. And one major thing is he's the leader of the satanic cannibal serial killers known as the Chicago Rippers Crew. Oh, shit. All that I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a, a what twist. is it, the Satanical Serial Killers group? It's the Satanic Cannibal Serial Killers. It's a group of four. Let me look. And this. they're called the Chicago Rippers Crew. Is that like a gang? Like you got to have a membership? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, say, say that again. Satanic? It's a satan No, no. The, just look for the Chicago Rippers Crew. Chicago. What Rippers. a twist. The, the huh? name of the leader is Robin Get, 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 some shit like that. G E C H T. Let's see. Uh, Ripper Crew, Chicago Rippers. Was a satanic cult. Ah, you see, this is the kind of information you guys got to share. See, because now, yeah, now we got something to go on. Okay, so <laughs> the Ripper Crew or the Chicago Rippers was a satanic cult. An organized crime group composed of serial killers, cannibals, rapists, and necrophiles. Wow. Robin Getch and three associates, Edward Spritzer and brothers Andrew and Thomas Cocorales. They were suspected in the disappearance of 17 women in Illinois mm -hmm. in 1981 and 1982. And as well as the unrelated fatal shooting of a man in a random drive-by shooting. According to one of the detectives who investigated the case, Gretsch made Manson look like a boy scout. All right, wow. so what does Gacy have to do with these people, though? They were just working for him. He was just trying to blame it on them. 28 victims. Oh. That's why he okay, studied okay. law. He studied law inside the Menard Correctional Center in Chester, Illinois. Wow, look at that. See? Trying to pass the buck. Most and of these people are really intelligent to try to pull that off. Yes. I mean, this guy, look, this guy was such a piece of shit. Because I want, he is such a piece of shit. <laughs> that while he was on his deathbed, getting the lethal injection, and families of victims and stuff like that were watching, and they asked him, Sir, do you have any final words? He's on the bed. Lifts himself up, up and he goes, 
Y'all can kiss my ass. Those were his last <laughs> words. He didn't care about time, yo. He really didn't give a shit. Like, like, yo, man, no remorse. I'm telling you that that guy. Oh God. Who was the Who was the kid that didn't go to court? The one that accused him of rape. Let me see. Damn, uh... what was the kid's name? Okay, uh, 19, uh, it doesn't say the name. It just says, by the middle of 1972, more young males accused of rape or police the disappearance of others. Gary referred to the police as a cruising year. Then says, uh, Robert Peace went missing, yeah. And say he was convicted. Uh, following yet another teen accused of sexual assault. The charges were dropped when the boy didn't appear to during trial. Yeah, it doesn't say. Yeah, but you know why? He didn't go. He was under the house. <laughs> no, he paid. <laughs> He paid. He paid an 18-year-old employee to go beat the shit out of him and tell him to stay out of court. Look at that shit. See what I'm saying? And Look I at that. That's. I think the guy. The guy that we're talking about, the victim, is that's the one that I was telling you, Donald Voorhees. So it says here that his trial began February 6, 1980. With Gacy having confessed to the crimes, the arguments were focused on whether he could be declared insane and thus remitted to a state mental facility. Yeah, insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're that freaking smart. Gacy had told police that the murders had been committed by an alternate personality, while mental health professionals testified for both sides about Gacy's mental state. After a short jury deliberation, Gacy was ultimately found guilty of committing 33 murders, and he became known as one of the most ruthless serial killers in U.S. history. He was sentenced to serve 12 death sentences and 21 natural life sentences. That's always been confusing to me. Like 12 death sentences. All you need is one. And 21 natural life sentences. I'm guessing oh. it's for every every um every person, every victim. Every person, you know, it's like, oh, you know, you got this, this, and that. Here you go, 21 victims. There you go, 21. Yeah, they should all just sum, sum everything yeah, up and uh, just by killing all these people, you get one sentence. Exactly. It's like 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 Dahmer. He got like 900 something years. Like okay. he's gonna leave. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so Gacy was imprisoned in the Menard Correctional Center in Illinois for almost a decade and a half, appealing the sentence and offering contradictory statements on the murders and interviews. Though he had confessed, Gacy later denied being guilty of the charges and had a 900 telephone number set up with a 12-minute recording statement declaring his innocence <laughs> as both anti-death penalty forces and those in favor of the execution made their opinions known gacy died by lethal injection on may 10th 1994 at the stateville correctional center in crest hill illinois while in prison which this is something that they also okay wait let me before i while in prison at the Menard Correctional Center, Gacy took up studying the visual arts, especially painting. His paintings were shown to public via an exhibition at a Chicago gallery. Many of his paintings depict Gacy as Pogo the Clown. 
In 2017, Moloch's auctions in Shropshire, UK, auctioned off a number of Gacy's artwork as well as crime scene pictures from Gacy's trials. Three of Gacy's paintings, including two originals of I'm Pogo the Clown and They Call Me Mr. Gacy, sold for 4,000 euros and 325 euros, respectively. Eight other works went unsold. There's one that went off in Philadelphia in an auction for 7,500. Look at that. See? And that's how you become immortal. No, no. That's nothing, Yeah, man. That's nothing. That's how you become immortal. Like Dahmer, Dahmer, Dahmer would draw, like he would trace his hand on a piece of paper and sign it. And and he would like send it to his fans that they would send them like money and shit. Plenty of fans. I was so, actually beating on one on Dama on a Dama um, Dama on a Gacy fan also. I have. Do do we tell look at video for his last meal? See, I forgot what was it. Vamos a ver si tú lo sabes. Let's see if you know. I don't. It says for his last meal that uh, that um. It says Gacy ordered a bucket of KFC, uh-huh. a dozen a dozen fried shrimp, French uh-huh. fries, fried strawberries, and a diet coke. Yep. Uh, diet coke. You know, there's actually a, a restaurant they sell it. There's a Japanese a... restaurant that they have food, um, like after like serial killers, and one of them was uh, John Gacy. John and Gacy bucket. That, huh? A John Gacy, Gacy bucket? <laughs> well, it's not a bucket. They just give you, like, uh, let's say John Gacy, um, this guy. And you get chicken and strawberries and shrimp. Right, exactly. Oh, no, I this get it. in Japan. It. And it's called Ning, Ningu. Some shit like that. <laughs> the rest, come on. He really liked his chicken, huh? Well, he was, they called him the colonel. People make money off. They of called him the colonel. The colonel. He wanted to be called a colonel. They called him the freaking colonel. KFC. Uh, no, I want some chicken. Right. That sound good. <laughs> you want a Gacy chicken? So yeah, I had mac and cheese for dinner. I had chicken. I had mac and cheese with turkey, ground turkey. Then I made like a casserole. Actually, pretty good. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I had church chicken. <laughs> oh wow! I KFC, haven't heard KFC, Man, you should bring some. I don't know. Come over I, here. Yo, you should bring some. Why don't you bring some church chicken when you come over here? Chicken and la maleta. I gotta see how I do it. Yo, put that shit in your book bag. Doesn't matter. It's cold. I'm gonna take my laptop. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see what I can bring. <laughs> you want a chicken wing? Yo, a big ass box. Everybody sniffing. Yo, I smell chicken. A pancho sandwich. A pancho sandwich, and then you dip it in Alfredo oh. sauce. Oh, I that I've never had. You you haven't you haven't dunked a piece of chicken onto Alfredo sauce like 
No, well, I've done uh, the, you know, I did have, yo, that that shit's in, like carbonara sauce. Uh, Holy uh, shit. Yo, I, had, I had that in PR, though, in a restaurant. And they put like chicken with uh with like uh plantains. Pollo y plátano. And then they they like spread like it's just drizzled all over it, like this carbonara sauce. Holy shit balls. <laughs> wow. And then I see shit balls right there. <laughs> Oh, that he's shit. actually watching the, the podcast. <laughs> that shit was. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. All right. Hey, back to boy. Gacy. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Gacy's house was located in 8213 West Somerdale Ave in North in Norwood Park, just east of Chicago's O'Hara International Airport. All right, you isn't your family from uh, Chicago, Charles? Uh, I have some that live in Chicago. Yeah, they you they, they used to live 30? they used to live near a Midway Airport, but I think they moved. And I'm not sure where. But yeah. yeah, on several occasions, visitors and family members reported that the house had an unusual stench, with Gacy attributed to mold. <gasps> Excuse me which Gacy attributed to mold or rodents. A simple one-story ranch house in a middle-class neighborhood, Gacy had outfitted his home with a trap door leading to a crawl space beneath the house where he would dispose of many of his victims' bodies. Others were buried in the backyard or dumped in the nearby Des Plaines River. In 1978, with Gacy under arrest, the house was dismantled in an effort to find more evidence. The following year, the house and all structures on the property were demolished, and a new house was eventually built on the property. According to one worker involved the demolition of Gacy House, if the devil's alive, he lived here. End quote. Man. And that is John Wayne Gacy. It reminds me of the movie The uh House of a Thousand Corpse. And la? Right. House of a Thousand Corpse. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. I feel I, I I recently watched that movie again. I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> la Casa de Mil Cuerpos. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't get it. Like, like it makes no sense. <laughs> like, I get it. People killing for killing. Yeah, I, I get that part. Yeah. These are... Uh, Sadist, but you know, um, you know that, 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 you know guy, other serial killer via uh network zoom this guy called Candyman. Candyman. Who? It's a, okay, look, Candyman. I found this article. Well, it was it's actually Candyman. in a podcast. It's called The Clown Candyman. and the Candyman. It says two serial killers, Dean Coral and John Wayne Gacy, thousands of mi- thousands of miles apart, brutally murdered over sixty teenager teenage boys. The police said that the murders were the work of these soul deranged killers 
but for the first time were revealed that they were actually connected by a network of pedophiles, which was partially financed by prominent members of American society. The Illuminati, dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> the Illuminati. But that's the shit, you know. You, this this is like way back, and yet they were connecting through networks. Skull and bones. <laughs> <laughs> but I spotted that that um that podcast. Let me see what else they got. I'm telling you, man, these people, once they get into those whole politics and you start meeting people, business and politics... Telling you, you start getting surrounded yeah. by all these people. You money, power. You, money, you think you could do anything? You got influence. Yeah. Telling you, when I have money, I'm gonna stay humble, people. I'm gonna be well connected uh, amongst the podcasters and business people, but I'm not gonna be the a influence. <laughs> the influence. I'm not gonna be killing people, and if I do influence people, it's gonna be on a positive note. Um. Yeah, that is my promise to you. Yep. Let's see. He's he's got a couple of movies, uh, TV movies, TV films. To Catch a Killer, in 1992. Gacy in 2003, and Dear Mr. Gacy in 2010. Let me I see what else he does. Movies, but I, I, huh? I was. I guess I get to see them. All right. He he was featured in a American Horror Story Hotel, I think in one episode yes. Halloween night. Yes. By the actor yeah. John Carroll Lynch. I'm trying to figure out who it is. John Carroll Lynch. I think I, I didn't hotel. really pay attention to that. That season was so terrible. But, That's the one with ooh. Gaga, right? Yeah, where uh, the night where all the serial killers were at the table having dinner, mm-hmm. and there was the so the Zodiac, uh, Dahmer was there. Ramirez, the nice dogger. Um, there he was. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like oh, when I tried to watch it, mic. <laughs> I was watching it while mic. it was on TV. So I was watching, I was doing the whole like one episode a week. A week. And it's like I lost interest. <laughs> and then I meant to go back and watch, and I never did. I think I Eileen Warnos was there as well. That, that crazy chick that killed, I think, six dudes in Florida. Eileen Warnos. I have no idea who that is. So these are good names, though, to do episodes on them. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, John Wayne Gacy, man. What I was it that he it. said? Uh, what is it? Uh, a clown can get away with murder. All That's right. going to be the title of this podcast. A clown got away with murder. Well, he didn't get away, away because, well, oh. can you say did he get away or not? Of course he yes. didn't. He got caught and then he was executed. No, well, he, he, well, he, well, he, no. he, 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 mató a la gente, so exactly. he got away he with it for a while. Yeah, but he killed 33. Still, he, Come on. But he you paid the price. You won't get away with it if you kill one, maybe two, and you have a list of others. And, and not even. You know, yeah, nah, but you but killed he, 33. And they they kill you and you don't no he didn't give a fuck he but just saying, he, died he, but he didn't get away with it because he had a price to pay you know who did get away with it was this um the hello bitch his name uh was <laughs> the, the toy box killer Parker Parker he got away with it he got a, well he <laughs> he died he of a heart attack. Term. 
<laughs> he never served his time. <laughs> yeah. He didn't get executed. He got away with it, that piece of shit. And only God knows how many true victims he had. Because nobody, I mean. Well, he has more than what this guy has. Is based on speculation. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know. Like, did he really kill people? Did he kill 50, 60, 100? Well, he's just I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, we we really don't know. But we'll, we'll never according know. According to Cindy Hindi, right, that he said that he at least killed one person every year and he had been doing it for over 40 years. Oh, so that's just, well, it could be like this blowing. Smoke, yo. I don't know. Yeah, but that guy, that fucking piece of shit, got away with it. Mm. He died on his own. <laughs> he died old. So, uh, yeah, that has been uh, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, I got one more thing for you. Go ahead, shoot. You've heard about? I know you haven't heard, but you know they've done quite a few songs inspired by Gacy. Right? A lot of them, most of them, well, most of them are from rock groups. One is called 33 something. These are the titles. I'm going to give you the titles. Right? 33 something, clowning around, finger painting at, at, the, at the insane, Gacy's Lot, Gacy's Place, John Wayne Gacy, John Wayne Gacy Jr., uh, Master of Brutality, Over the Clown, there's two of them, two different bands, Rain and Blood, Suffer Age, uh, Three for Flinching, Revenge at the Porno Clowns, and Unaccommodating. Out of all of those, they're all, most well, most of them are rock groups, except for one known one. And his name is Eminem. Really? Eminem. He really? did a song called Accommodating. <laughs> and it's inspired by John Wayne Gacy. What's the name of this? I gotta look for that. Accommodating. Eminem. Well, there's actually two rappers, but one of them is like not known. Not that I heard of. But the only one I that really like drew my attention that I knew and is big. Is accommodating or unaccommodating? Unaccommodating. Oh, this is like one of his like recent albums. One of the albums that nobody cared for. Yeah, I heard oh, it. Oh, that's featuring Young Ma. She actually. I tried, I tried listening to it, but since I'm not into rap, so <laughs> I just like click turned it off. I've probably heard it. It's just I'm not. But what does it have to do with? Oh, well, he probably makes like a reference to John Wayne Gacy. I don't know. It just comes up in the list. I just feel like these rock bands, it, it's annoying to me when these rock bands, like, I get it. Most of these rock bands, they want to embrace the whole shock culture. And, value. You know, but it's like, see, a person like this, it doesn't deserve to be immortalized in music. I'm sorry. That's the pro- that's the problem of people. People tend to do shit like that. They immortalize and, I, and I haven't heard any of the song. Like all the songs could be saying "fuck Wayne Gacy" for what I know. I I've, I've never heard any of the songs, but uh, but well, usually these rock bands, that's what they do. They wanna, 
you know, they want to embrace the shock culture and, and, you know, oh, you know, how evil can I be? Look at me. And (laughs) it's just. Yeah, there's a yeah. story behind it. There's real people behind it. Real yes, victims, exactly. real families, yeah, real but, suffering. You know, but why be a fan? Why be a fan exactly. of an asshole? Look, there's this guy from Wilmer, Alabama. He's a 32-year-old dude. His name from is Nathaniel. Where? Huh? From where? Nathaniel, oh, I mean... Wilmer, Alabama. Yeah, you see that 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 alone explains it. Okay. Yeah, well, so look, <laughs> check this out. It says in September 2017, police in Wilmer, Alabama arrested a 32-year-old Gacy fan named Nathaniel Sebastian, a self-described John Wayne Gacy fan, for the murder of his mother, Susan Mayo, 60 years old. After allegedly killing Mayo, police says Sebastian stuffed her uh, stuffed her body in a barrel and hid it under his house in much the same manner that Gacy hit his victims. Come on. That's what I'm saying. See, that's why again, listen, I am intrigued by serial killers. Yes. This is why we do this podcast. I am intrigued by the stories. I am intrigued by true crime, intrigued by murder mystery, Horror. These are things that intrigue me and I'm assuming you guys as well. And we talk about it. Being a fan of something is something totally different. And that's what I don't. What are you a fan of? Molesting kids. Killing kids. Making family, innocent family suffer. Being a sadist. You know, like that. that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the part. Just the same thing with Dahmer. Like, Oh, he has fans. What are they fans of? Of him drugging these people, killing them, eating them? Like it's it. It doesn't make sense to me, but it's usually a uh, a certain group of people that usually fall into this whole unhinged. being fan things, huh? Unhinged people. Okay, we can say it that way. I had another thing in mind, but I'm not going to say it because I want to get canceled. Oh. <laughs> ah, see, now you're going to leave me with curiosity. <laughs> it's just, nah, man, it's, 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 it's annoying to me. And I get it. I get, I get being intrigued by these things. Like I actually have friends that now, like they know I've gotten into the whole digging into the serial gun. They're asking me questions like, you know, so so what did you guys talk about or whatnot? And did you hear about this? And the one that took because it's interesting. Like we don't condone the mindset, it. but it's not something I can't say I'm a fan of any of these people. Unless you're telling me you're uh what do they call it? Uh vigilante who goes out and is killing rapists and you know, people that harm innocent people and now they decide to the 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 hunters become the prey. That's something I get behind me. Like, you know, what? I'm a fan of this guy. This guy is eliminating pieces of shit from the street that I can get behind. But nah, man, when it involves innocent people that like don't deserve this, didn't look for this. And then you're going to be a fan of that. Fuck. That. Hey, don't, Fuck you, him feel like, don't you feel like a vigilante? <laughs> When you go up most, 
Why you say that? Because you take pieces of shit off the streets. I gotta find the laugh that goes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we gotta throw something out. (laughs) Even if it's corny. (laughs) Dad jokes. Yeah, man, it's just. No, it it, it kind of aggravates me. I swear, like when, when I see like, oh, I'm such a fan, like fans of uh this other guy, like Charles Manson, and again, they are interesting stories. I can't say they aren't. It's, it's like some of these chicks that they'll see them and they'll lift up their shirts, show them their breasts, and say, "I love you," whoever it is. Uh, yeah, that's what happened with marry this dude. Me or whatnot? Huh? What was this dude that happened with this dude back in the seventies? Um, LB, LB. <laughs> no, dude, this serial killer. Um, what's his name? Uh, Son of Sam. Yeah, so what's his name? In the seventies, like Ted Bundy. Yeah, Ted Bundy. Ah. Isn't that what happened with Ted Bundy? Girls were like, "Oh, oh my God, Ted Bundy!" Yeah, Probably. yeah, yeah. Is. They were like that, dude. I'm telling you, makes no. <laughs> and again, <laughs> when you see videos of these fans. And pictures. Look at the people. Let the bird to them. And look at the patterns, and then find out what's the common denominator in all these fans. <laughs> the dad, probably. No, just <laughs> just by looking, <laughs> you'll see what's the common denominator in all these people that are fans of these serial killers. Just give them the bird. So uh, anyway. All right. So if you guys are listening till now, I want to thank you. First of all, if you are watching us, thank you. If you have not done so yet, we ask that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, that you subscribe to the podcast, that you follow, that you comment. Listen, we read every comment and we will answer if it deems an answer. If you have information that we didn't discuss, you can leave it in the comments or you can write us at the Grim Fix Podcast at gmail.com. Also, we encourage you to send us your stories. Do you have stories, maybe crimes that have happened in your town or in your part of the world? Um, I don't know, They're weird terrible. things, paranormal stories. Uh, scary stories, things that have happened where you live, something that happened to you. We want to hear all of it. And you might be one of those that gets their story read on one of our shows. And who knows? We'll probably make a whole episode about your story. So, um, want some pizza, again. man. What happened? Want some pizza, man. <laughs> so, again, thank you guys. Um, see you guys next week. Again, happy Halloween if you are listening to this on Halloween day. If you are partying or trick-or-treating, whatever it is, just be safe. Please watch your kids. Um, hide your wives. Hide your kids. You guys ever saw that video? <laughs> Terrifying moments for a woman who woke up to a strange man in bed with her.
The woman screamed. Her brother rushed in to help and tried to fight the offender off. That break-in happened early this morning in the 500 block of Webster Drive in Huntsville. WFF 48's Elizabeth Gentle caught up with the victim. Elizabeth's emotions were running high. Kelly Dodson was asleep with her little girl inside their apartment on Webster Drive when... I was attacked by some idiot from out here in the projects. Dodson says her attacker used a garbage can to climb onto the unit's ledge, open the upstairs window, and then he got in bed with her. He, he tried to rape me. He tried to pull my clothes off. Dodson struggled with her attacker, knocking over items in her bedroom. Antoine Dodson heard his sister scream and ran to help. Well... Obviously, we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. You're raping oh. people out here? You guys ever heard that? <laughs> well, obviously, we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, because they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess, really looking for you. We gon' find you, we gon' find you. So you can run and tell that, run and tell that, run and tell that, homeboy, homeboy. Anyway, be safe, guys. See you guys next week. Happy Halloween. Stay Peace. safe. Peace.